everybody. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Jeff. Uh, it's Marquise. Welcome to another episode of the Free From Podcast. Yeah. Um, we did a little differently today. We have a special guest with us uh, in office. Um, I'll give her the floor. Uh, I won't even say her name or nothing. I'll, I'll let her do all that. All that because, I mean, she's dope. She's really awesome. She's, uh, yeah, just just go ahead. Just Thanks, Marquise. Um, I'm Emily Schramm. I'm in Denver with these awesome fellows. Uh, what do I do? I am a personal trainer, CrossFit coach, but mainly right now just trying to take over the world, Marquise. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong um, with that at all. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner. I do most of my business online, but I do have an office here in Denver. And cool. um, I just invented a fitness product, so I'm adding that to the resume, and I'm staying busy. Just keep it going. <laughs> yeah, just keep it all going. I want to like jump in and talk about that fitness product for a second because sure. I didn't so I follow you on Instagram. I know you and Marquise talk a lot and at first I saw it and I was like, I don't I don't get it. Yeah. I, I don't do CrossFit, I'm a climber, but I think it is one of the coolest things that I have like been able to figure out how it can be an everyday like backpack and mm-hmm. also like a workout companion. So like where did that inspiration come from? Yeah, so you know, I obviously like to work out and mm-hmm. so it kind of came from selfish reasons of I'm traveling all the time. I don't like doing just bodyweight workouts when I travel, mm-hmm. which is great and it can be effective, but there's only so many burpees you can do for time <laughs> when you're just like I I'm not motivated to work out when I travel. Sure. Right. So, I took a suitcase when I was on one of my trips. They had they didn't have a hotel gym. And I stuffed it with everything I could and it was very awkward and, you know, it it was a little bit painful as far as like the handles, but I had this light bulb moment where I realized I should make a backpack where I can use it as a day-to-day backpack with a laptop sleeve, kind of this, the basic essentials you want out of a backpack. Sure. But when I'm ready for it to be workout time, you take the straps off and you fill these reservoirs with weight and you can fill it with sand or water and it makes it really portable and compactable and you can get some incredible workouts because you're basically using weights and the possibilities are now endless and you're no longer going to miss out on all those gains, which is what I was worried about. I really just like (laughs) wanted to get as strong as possible. (laughs) Um, And now you can when you're on the go and then you, when you're done, you get rid of the water or you just get rid of the sand and put the straps back on and you're ready to travel again. I think it's cool. Like I would (laughs) see you do different videos, you know, on social media and it's durable. Like I've seen Mm -hmm. you take everywhere from mountains to the beach (laughs) and all that shit. So I'm like, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Like it's, it's a really cool product. Yeah. Um, We picked some high quality stuff because we, the goal is to go outside, to drag it, to drop Mm -hmm. it. I will say though, make sure you take your phone out of the pocket before you start to (laughs) throw it over things because Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if you can tell, but my phone now looks like a boat because (laughs) (laughs) last week I left the phone in the front pocket. Um, but it's an incredible piece of equipment that I, just I'm having a lot of fun with and people are you know I just want to get people outside and people out of the gym and taking fitness you know wherever you go and getting excited about it again and I think that's really where fitness is evolving Mm -hmm. and I want to be able to provide people with tools so that they can do that nice it's kind of like it reminds me as more so of a lifestyle component, you know, mm-hmm. as far as, you know, wanting to get people outside and, you know, doing a lot more. So that's awesome. Totally. I think with fitness people, you know, especially when people watch me and like look at me and they assume that, you know, really, I mean, it's kind of true. My life is fitness, but I don't spend hours and hours in the gym. And right. I think when people do, they're missing out on something really important. And that's using your body as a machine and being in a part of nature. And you really can do workouts that are 20 minutes or less anywhere you are and get incredible 
incredible results from it. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of the the whole premise of the impact. Nice, nice. Awesome. I kind of want to back up a little bit. And if you can kind of just, you know, tell us your story as far as how you got into fitness. And because I know a lot of people may know you, you know, from real world and, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I don't think people really know more about how you had gotten into fitness and all that stuff so if you can kind of just give a little bit of backstory you know as far as how you sure. got into everything and you can even touch on the real world and all that For stuff sure. what was yeah. that experience like well the real world was actually a big piece of this because i i've always been a part of the gym um as far as i loved working out but mm-hmm. i just never knew what i was doing right so when i was on real world i was you would see me on film in episodes at the gym but I would see myself when I was watching episodes of just, I, I really hated the way I was and who I was and what I looked like. And, you know, we all hate ourselves, I think, at some point in our life. And we all deal with this self-acceptance. But there was something, I was just frustrated because I felt like in my head I was somebody else. Mm-hmm. And in on TV, I was like, who is this person that I'm representing? And it was really hard for me to feel right. that disconnect. And I think a lot of us have that, where we feel like, God, there's some like an inner athlete in me or there's something that I want to be and I'm just not quite there and it didn't match up and I just got so sick of feeling that way I got so sick of feeling discontent in my own skin Mm -hmm. for lack of a better way of saying it that I I kind of just decided that I had to do something about it and so for me the way to get through that and to feel comfortable in my skin and to self-evolve was through the gym so I just went to the gym I felt like I was working for something I felt like I had a plan and it just gave me the sense of purpose that I hadn't had in a long time And then I also saw my body change. I was like, oh my God, this is working. This is like incredible. I'm getting strong. I'm using my strength. I'm using my body in a way that I haven't ever. And I'm getting results from it. And I feel so confident and I feel so different than I did before this all happened. And then I realized how many people are like that. How many people hate the way they look. They look in the mirror and all they think about is the things they want to change. And how then they do all the wrong things to get to that change. And then they end up feeling more lost than they started. Right. So I was, I just felt like I tapped into this sense of, you know, the whole superhero thing. Like I wanted to help people unleash that superhero. And then I became a personal trainer through that. Okay. So awesome. it was fun because I got to do more shows through real world mm-hmm. while I was becoming like kind of through this transition. And you can see myself, this evolvement or this, I don't know. I, I basically evolved every show that I was on and I could see that. Like I was more confident. I, you know, of course I looked a little bit different, but it, you could just, my whole personality changed. And I want right. people to realize like fitness is not just about changing your body. It's about changing internally. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so addicting for me. And that's why I'm so passionate about it and want to help people through, through movement and through getting strong, realize like what you're internally capable of. Cause okay. most people don't tap into that. That's true. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, I don't know. I I guess with, you know, being on the real world and all that stuff, did they ever, was it ever an opportunity where, you know, they painted you to be the bad guy or other people, you know, on the show? Because editing is everything, you know, and it's like, well, it definitely didn't go down like that. Yeah. Like, she was a bitch, you know, so, I, you know, I was just trying to defend myself, you know, so I guess, you know, was it, was there ever a point where, you know, they painted you to be the bad guy or just, you know, anything like that. that Great question. I I feel like I was very lucky. You know, I hated reality TV before I actually got on it. Mm-hmm. I had never watched a real world episode before I realized, oh my God, I'm about ready to do this. Mm-hmm. I need to know what, mm-hmm. what right. I'm about yeah. to do. Right. Um, and so I was so paranoid the whole time I was there and filming it. You just like... 
you're at the mercy of the editors, just like you right, said. And right. maybe, I think they said 0.2% of what actually happens is on TV. And what? so when you Damn. think about what is actually happening, you really are just like, I have to live my life and mm-hmm. see what happens. Mm-hmm. And I was so surprised and pleasantly surprised that when I watched it, I realized, I mean, they did a great job of, you know, of course, there's timing that's a little bit different and mm-hmm. editing that changes things up, right. up and make it a little bit more dramatic. But I felt like they did a really great job of representing who I was. And, nice. you know, I'm obviously not the most dramatic person, so I'm sure other people on the show might have a different answer than that. <laughs> um, but it's true. They pick, you know, at your root, it will always show. And I felt like I was a little paranoid the whole time when I was there. And then I watched it. I was like, oh, no, they got it right. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just this right. tomboy chick that wants, <laughs> wants to meet everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so I was surprised. And, of course, there's moments where I, I'm not that proud of. And mm-hmm. there's things that I wish I didn't do. But I did them. So, right. I, you know, sure. they're going to show that. Right. No, hell, I don't. <laughs> That's the point of the edit. That's right. the point they're of the edit. not going to cut that stuff out. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it was cool. I realized, you know, and I'll just say this because I was such a, I, uh, such a hater on reality TV, and I still kind of am, but I will say that that experience was such a place of self-growth. Mm. I've never grown so much mm. in those three months than I have my whole life. I was like put into a bubble around people I didn't want to be around, and I just felt like, you know, I didn't expect to get anything out of it. I thought I was just going to be a, a piece of entertainment for mm. people around the country. Yeah. And then when I left, I was like, wow, I just grew and changed into this person that I like I'm really proud of and you know of course there's always things to work on but it was a really cool process it's like a total social experiment that's really what it is right and so I was grateful that I actually got something out of it other than just you know a cool story to talk about that's awesome that's awesome now you are not a bigger fan of reality TV or has that changed at all for you you know I have such respect for people that do reality TV there's something about vulnerability that people don't realize like Mm -hmm. there's something that no matter what show you're on when you're able to just put it all out there you can play really tough and people can pretend like it doesn't bother them but Mm -hmm. there's something really it's rare to find people that are that can be that open and yeah they basically you you lose your human what is it it's like you basically people don't look at you as a person anymore Mm -hmm. they look at you as a character right and you are still a human living that life so twitter social media the things people say and the way people talk to you they completely forget how human you are and when you have to go through that like i am so sensitive so that was a really tough thing for me Mm -hmm. so i automatically have respect for reality tv people because of that because they're going through that and i know that they are constantly fighting that whether they're the bad person or the good person or whatever they're edited to be Mm -hmm. they have to get through that so um i think now i love watching reality tv with that in mind. Okay. You know, right. making sure people, you know, when people talk crap about somebody, I'm like, no, well, you might not be seeing the whole thing. Right, or like, right. you know, I'm just a little bit more defensive, I think, because I've seen that. Um, and it's just, there are some actually entertaining shows on, on TV now uh, with course. reality TV yeah. that you just can't, you can't look away from. <laughs> of course, no, definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, you know, kind of transitioning from reality TV and all that, when did you realize that, you know, as far as with fitness and competing, because you do compete, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, oh. so I no, yeah, I haven't. So the CrossFit Open's coming up. Um, I've, I'm a kind of in a weird situation, like a weird place in my life where I love competing in CrossFit, and I think it's great. Uh, I just think sometimes. 
sometimes it can get CrossFit can get a little overboard. So I'm personally in this like place where I want to compete and I want to stay competitive, but mm-hmm. I also need to know that it is not just the only way of fitness. So I've been having a lot of fun in other different domains of fitness. Mm-hmm. And in turn, actually, my CrossFit's gotten a little bit better, okay. which is kind of entertaining. So I'm oh, in this nice. with cool. We could expand on that another time. But <laughs> right. it's been yeah. like the, currently my, my place of where I am with CrossFit. I'm not mm-hmm. as, I have to CrossFit all the time. I'm like, I got to do more things, go outside. The whole impact theory of like take your fitness outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the more I do that, the better I am at the things I want to be better at. Right. Nice. No, that makes sense. Go ahead, Jeff. That whole theory of cross-training Yes, is something that I, for a really long time, like, ignored, like, subconsciously Mm -hmm. in, like, my training in that, like, you'd read all of these bios of athletes that were like, no, I just climb every day, and I don't, I don't do strength training, and I don't do yoga, and I I just climb every day, and I'm the best climber in the world, and you're like, okay, well, then I'm just going to climb every day. Yeah. Like, it totally might work for some people, but I found the same thing where, like, when I finally took a step back and was like, no, I'm going to do yoga once a week. Like, it did have that difference. How cool is that? And I felt better mm-hmm. because that, like, day of rest was more of, like, a day of stretching and kind of easy movement. And so I think I also, like, steadied myself a little bit more. Hmm. That's hmm. awesome. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Um, and, you know, with... Being, you know, a competitor and all that stuff, what would you say would be most challenging for you as a competitor? Oh, well, I'm just so tough on myself, Marquise. Really? Like, I, oh my God, I think the hardest thing is knowing with CrossFit, you you get the workout and that's it. Mm-hmm. There's not like a sport, like a soccer or climbing or whatever it is. Like you train for that sport and you're mm-hmm. either really good at it or you're not. Mm-hmm. And with CrossFit, there's a different dynamic of it's the workout that... Mm-hmm what workout is given to you will completely change your place in the game. And of course you want to be good at everything, but that's almost where it can be really tough for me because I've always wanted to be really good at everything. Mm -hmm. And you have to realize like with, when it comes to balance and owning a business and being able to enjoy your life. And then also now I'm trying to be good at everything athletically. Mm -hmm. It's like, you can really easily stretch yourself thin and just be mad at yourself. Like Mm -hmm. I just suck at everything. Right. Right. Of course. So everyone has those moments. Totally. So remembering that CrossFit is that type of sport and then in turn being patient with yourself and knowing that you will have holes no matter what. And you just have to keep working at what you're bad at. But that's what you have to do with CrossFit is you literally every single day have to do what you suck at. And I think all sports are like that in some regard, Mm -hmm. but CrossFit especially, like I feel like it's a little different where you just sometimes really have to do like some self-talk of like, I'm going to make it. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be okay. Like you really are not going to enjoy it versus sometimes with climbing or soccer, there's always bits and pieces that are in general, you love it. Right. right? It's a sport. It's one sport, but with CrossFit, it's it's a little bit different Mm -hmm. the way it's set up and the way it's ran and, um, the way it's programmed. Mm -hmm. Um, it's sometimes can, it's just basically being sure you're positive while you're working on self-progress. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. You also, I mean, you wear a, a lot of yeah. hats. Um, you know what's so crazy? I know, I'm going to go on a rant, like a little side rant. Do your thing. So, have you guys ever heard of Vedic Astrology? 
I have not. Mm. So it's like the, you know, if you talk to an astrologist, basically they look at the time and date you were born, latitude and longitude. Oh, wait, okay. no, you yeah, mentioned yeah. that because yes. I was talking about the eight in my ear and yes. all that and stuff. Yes. Yeah, okay, so you did mention that. Isn't That's it, right. It's so yeah. cool. If you yeah. ever have the chance to do it, do it because it's not based on like woo-woo, like spirit, like let me read your soul and read your cards, right. which I kind of am into too, but like this is really just data on a piece of paper of where you were born and what the stars were saying when you were born. And I was like kind of skeptic when I walked in and I walked out and the, the first thing he said he didn't he's like don't tell me your job don't tell me anything mm-hmm. I'm just gonna talk and then you can tell me how accurate I was and he said okay for your job he's like whoa okay well you wear a lot of hats <laughs> <laughs> and you should he's like that's how that's how you operate that's just what you're good at mm-hmm. don't let anyone change it people are gonna say you're silly and you're gonna blah 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 blah. and it's so true it's like I've always been somebody with three jobs or more mm-hmm. just like you actually mm-hmm. very similar mm-hmm. where I mm-hmm. have to be constantly working and being stimulated in different realms mm-hmm. and a lot of people see that as a negative thing like you're stretching yourself too thin right or yeah. you're not gonna be good at just one thing right Right. You're doing too many things. Yep. And when he said that, I was like, oh, thank you. Because mm. I refuse to believe that doing this much stuff that I'm doing will make me bad or will make me not as successful. Because mm. it's just my personality. And I think many people can relate to that. And it's okay if you're that person. I want just right. putting it out there because right. I'm with you. And so, yes, I do wear a lot of hats. <laughs> I, think, I mean, Lisey said that and he didn't say, you know, like your life is in shambles. And right. Other stuff, totally. You, know? you wear a bunch of hats and you need to stop. <laughs> right. And you need to stop. I know. I would have washed Shit's going to get bad. <laughs> I would have said Vedic astrology is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You know, like, screw this. I'm yeah, out. This yeah. This would be a very different conversation. Exactly. (laughs) But I mean, the reason why I do say that is because you're in school as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And all this, I mean, you know, it comes from things that I see on your social media. Uh, but you're in school for nutrition, right? So I finished nutritional therapy, like basically being a practitioner through Nutritional Therapy Association a couple years ago. So now... Basically, what that means is when I'm with a client, when I'm being a practitioner, and this is what I have an office in Denver for, is I want to help them with adrenal health. I want to help them with gut health. I want to find out their food sensitivities. I want to find out why is their body not in balance what's co- you know what's causing this low energy and this poor like slow weight loss it's just a little bit more hands-on so when gotcha. I was doing this muscle testing I would do a lot of work with flower essences and I would basically do a lot of supplement work to try to get the body in balance mm-hmm. and I was reading these supplements and being like you know I know some of these herbs and I know some of these remedies but yeah. not to the level I want to know them at and so I ended up signing up for um, the Colorado School of Clinical Herbalism. Okay, So cool. I'm doing clinical herbalism pieces. And, you know, it's a long process for me to actually become a clinical herbalist. Gotcha. But I love being in class and learning about what, you know, you have an aloe plant here, but, like, really breaking down aloe, looking at it and seeing, okay, what benefits does it have from the skin, from the gel, and mm-hmm. who should have it, who shouldn't have it. And so now when I look at supplements, when I pull them off my shelf and I see five herbal supplements. I'm like, this is for that. This is for that. And it's just a really cool thing. So it's a little bit of nutrition. We definitely are tying it into it, Mm -hmm. but it's a lot more of just hippie school that I get really nerdy on. (laughs) That's awesome. That's really sweet. And the idea, and I think what's cool about all of these, these hats that you're wearing and all these things is the idea is that they all kind of have that cross section of working with people and helping people identify like that next step. And yes, a hundred percent. I mean, when you think of it's so easy to just look at working out as one 
big piece, but then you guys know nutrition is the huge piece. So a lot of mm-hmm. people think of getting healthy and being the best you as nutrition exercise, which are right. obviously huge pieces, but there's so many other pieces. And I want to give somebody the, all the tools they need to help with stress, to help with sleep, whether it's an herbal remedy or whether it's a glandular to get their body like really feeling in balance. We're so out of touch with how we are and our Mm -hmm. frequency. And when you can really like dial it all the levels and all the, I don't know, all the pieces, it's just really cool what people, they like feel like themselves again, you know? Right. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. That makes sense. Go ahead, Jeff, if you have anything else. Oh, okay. I'm just going through like some of the shit that I want to talk about. Um, so I mean, outside of everything else that you do, you also do this challenges. And are, mm-hmm. so I I'd put them as, you know, quarterly challenges or sometimes monthly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I even helped you out on one of them. Uh, so the next one that you have coming up, you said it was in April, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I mean, you can kind of, you know, speak to that a little bit. Just yeah. As far so as that. a huge piece of how the 21 day challenge actually happened was well, one, I was filming a real world show. So I had to disappear for six weeks and mm-hmm. I had no touch with my clients. It was like, you have, to, it was, this is about four, almost four years ago. Okay. Um, and I was like, what the heck am I going to do when I can't talk to my clients and be like, did you work out today? Right. Did right. you do this workout? This is the workout you're supposed to do. So I created this online really, it was like so bootleg, but it worked. <laughs> <laughs> it was this program where they just checked points for certain things mm-hmm. and then they logged it. And just by doing that, these clients were like, that helps so much when you're gone because I had something to check. I had a task for that day. And then that's how this whole 21 day challenge happened. So mm-hmm. it was a really cool process where my goal is to give people there's so much out there when it comes to food, nutrition, working mm-hmm. out, like whatever it is, there's lots and lots of bad and good information. Right. And when I was starting out, I was like, I don't even know where to go. And my last four years have been pooling for, from different sources and learning and compiling and making the the information that matters available to people. And that's okay. what this 21 day challenge is. So it's 21 videos, whether it's your workouts that you need help with or the food plan that you need help with, it's all in one bundle. Mm-hmm. And I love running them because they're just people from all around the country. Some, you know, definitely some people around the world that just want to get better at mm-hmm. life. And whether that's cutting sugar or whether that's moving out more, drinking more water. So the next one's in April and I usually do four a year. Mm-hmm. And they're just a really fun way to get people motivated again and not, you know, not make people feel like they're alone on a boat with all the information that can be so overwhelming. Right. So it's a really fun process of just teaching people snack bite pieces throughout Mm -hmm. the 21 days so that at the end of the 21 days, they're like, wow, I have a really good grasp on what my body needs, how I should eat and how I should work out. And it's a really fun thing. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah, it's cool that you're not always harping on the messaging, you know, CrossFit, 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 CrossFit. Mm -hmm. And there's so many other elements that come into who you are as a brand and what you do and what you're providing for people. It's like a complete package. Thank you. No no problem. (laughs) Thank you. Like, it's it's awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah, that shit is so cool. And it's certainly, (laughs) I feel like it's more accessible to someone outside of CrossFit. Oh, for sure. And that's kind of my goal is, like, I want... You know, CrossFit's so intimidating to people, right? Mm-hmm. So as much as I love it yeah. and I do it, and I definitely have clients that want to do it, and I I push it on them because there's something mentally that CrossFit can do for people that a lot of at home fitness can't do. Mm-hmm. But you can take CrossFit concepts and still get an amazing workout and still sure. feel that kind of um, self. I you know when I CrossFit when I walk out of the gym I feel very capable. So like that that feeling you can recreate, but 
it's intimidating and it, a lot of people have bad, had bad experiences with it. And right. so I never want to isolate those people away from saying you can't get to this point because you refuse to CrossFit because mm-hmm. that, yeah. that couldn't be further from the truth. Right. right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Awesome. Where are we at on time? You want to do questions? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's do some rapid fire Ooh, questions. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so okay. we'll hit you up with some questions. Let me take a sip of coffee. Go yeah, go it. ahead. Do your thing. Do your thing. Deep breath. <laughs> I'm actually really proud. Of, I, I haven't even finished my first cup of coffee today. No. That's, How cool is that's that? That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Consider it's it's noon. It's so noon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's good. I think the first question that needs to be, what is a normal morning routine like for you? Oh gosh, you know what? The <laughs> if re- you have one. Yeah, you know, I always read about, and I'm always listening to podcasts and reading about how a daily routine in the morning is so important, and mm-hmm. I'm sure it is. But sometimes I'm really bad at that mm-hmm. because every morning I wake up and I have no idea. It's like completely different from the day before. Right. So the consistencies are, I always try to not check my phone immediately. So that's one thing I've been working on. That's is hard. So that's hard because difficult. I wake up to so many emails and so many mm-hmm. like, did my email go through for the challenge? Did anybody like, is someone's impact broken? Like That's why I would never, even, yeah. I would never text you like early in the morning. That's why I wait like, because uh, I was up this morning at like five and I was like, I'm going to wait to confirm what they're like to like a little bit later. Like, yeah, I don't want to like phone It's, you know, there's always something to work on in the morning and Mm -hmm. so I try not to let my first you know welcome to the day moment be I have so much damage control to happen but sometimes I can't say I'm perfect at that but I do try so I make really good coffee whether it's a pour over or french press or I have like you know lots of fancy coffee machines I make really good coffee I hang out with my cat (laughs) because I love my cat (laughs) Gryffindor Hemingway and I just try to like schedule myself I'm not a good scheduler so I really just as much as I can get organized and make sure that my workout's going to happen, and then I just go for it. So it's really the best I got for my daily routine because besides that, it's so – my life is a little crazy. So I just like – I think coffee. That's probably it. I love it. Cool. Okay. <laughs> the crazier it gets, the more, like, basic it's got to be. Yep. It's just fine. Yep. <laughs> All right. So next question is, who's currently in your music rotation? Oh, my gosh. Um there's this song that I'm obsessed with, and I don't even know what the name is, but it's called Fantasy. Have you heard of this song? Uh, I, do I have time? Is to it a girl? Know? You have time to. Yes, I have up. to Spotify this because I've been so upset. It's on been on been on repeat. It's like a. There's this girl. Really the only great. song I can think of is this girl named I don't even know how to say her name, but Ali Brands or something like that and she has a song called fantasy that might be it which there's like a ton of different remixes. alina baraz yeah 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 oh, we were so on the same page yes. yeah we were on the same page so it's yeah. like a felix john remix yeah there's a I ton of remixes to that song this song is so good it is a What's really good name? song alina baraz yeah okay. and i don't even I, know if she has other good stuff but this no song she does she does she put oh, yeah. out like it was a it was an ep i think that she put mm-hmm. out and Perfect. she's got some pretty solid stuff and there's a ton of there's a ton of artists who have either remixed her music or like did a, a feature over like the cool. beat or whatever. So yeah, like she's yeah. totally like yeah, that's she's good. That's my music scene yeah. right now. She <laughs> actually it. is coming here in a couple of months. I Still. think really. I think like Ogden or I think Gothic. Gothic. Yeah, Perfect. I think she's going to the Gothic. I think so. so just fun. look it up. Okay, yeah. I will look okay, it up so. fast because it's gonna sell out. It's gonna sell out now. <laughs> yeah, it goes quick. Yeah. <laughs> who else? Who else you listening to? Um, gosh, I'm always a Miles Davis girl. Like, Ooh, he's okay. just, I, yeah. most people, I used to play saxophone because of Miles Davis and John Coltrane. I love jazz. I never was good enough. I like always, I was like, this is not what I want to play. Like, mm-hmm. I'm in a marching band. This is not it. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but when it comes to like 
music that I have to have. It's always old school jazz or it's got to be like kind of trancey, you know, just like checkout music. Workout music, I'm like so basic. Like I'm totally a basic bitch when it comes to workout <laughs> music. Like I am okay with Rihanna. I'm okay with okay. like the poppiest of pop. Right. Yeah. But when it comes to like music where I zen out and just check out or snowboard too, mm-hmm. it's either really good jazz or it's like the whoever we just said the yeah. fantasy song yeah. okay <laughs> cool okay yeah cool awesome okay i like that great um what's your favorite food oh my gosh like couldn't live without food would definitely be i love coconut mm-hmm. anything coconut i think cause it's like amazing mct mm-hmm. oil yep. coconut cream i'm really into all things mushroom right now so like nice. cordyceps mushrooms Rishi mushrooms. Okay. You can do them like in little powder forms. Mm-hmm. And then you can also just, of course, cooking mushrooms. It's so, like portobello mushrooms. Those are kind of like my two go-to foods, coconut and mushroom. Awesome. But favorite food, like necessities. Like I couldn't live without eggs. Like uh, let's yeah. be honest. Eggs sure. cha- changed my life. <laughs> awesome. No, <laughs> and no. I eat the yolks, of course. Of course. Okay. <laughs> cool. Sweet. All right. So last question is, uh, what are you free from? Everyone always does that. They I like know. sigh. That that's a, like that's, that's like the kicker. This, I this love is that. a this is a really good opportunity to mention that we don't prep people for this question. No, yeah. We do not, which I think <laughs> yeah. is very important. Yeah, yeah, because then it gives them time to think, and then they yeah. change their mind. You know, I'm not free from that. You know, no. So yeah. You know, gosh, the first thing that comes to my mind, like, you know, we could probably do a whole podcast on the way I grew up, but like, I grew up in a very really I call it the cult like very religious and very um, isolated and the first word that came to mind was I'm free from guilt and I think it's shaped a lot of who I am and the businesses I run and the way I live my life which mm-hmm. is tied into the businesses that I run is that I would just I, I'm completely I really want people to know like just be authentically yourself like no matter what because as soon as you try things that aren't you or you do things that aren't you or you kind of sell out whether it's professionally or personally you're gonna mess it all up Mm -hmm. um and so when i think of my life and the way i live i am completely free of guilt as far as feeling bad about a certain thing or letting people make me feel bad about who i am Mm -hmm. um and that took a lot of practice and it's definitely been a work in progress but um that's kind of the first thing that comes to my mind i'm free of guilt i feel like i just I've really accepted that this is who I am and this is the life I'm supposed to live and I want to live it as authentically as possible. Cool. Okay. I love that. No, I, that's awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's dope. great. Yeah, that's dope. Heavy question. Yeah, you yeah, like it. It, it always gets a little deep yeah, at that point. Good, it always good. does. <laughs> it's it's the best way to end though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it is. is there anything else you want to talk about? Plug, bring up that that yeah, people want to know I, about. You know, if you have. Um, if you have any questions, uh, emilyshram.com is my website. You can find me on YouTube, on Instagram, emilyshram. I have uh, theempact.com now, my second website. Sweet. So the backpack that we talked yep. about. If you want to check that out and get some great workouts. And then I have an app that I just launched, mm-hmm. the MFit app. Mm-hmm. So everything's kind of under the umbrella of Emily Schramm and the MFit fitness. So if you have questions on whether it's gut health or a workout, I'm your girl. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. awesome. Oh, we'll link to all that yeah. in a yeah. blog post. Cool. So yeah, we'll make sure everybody knows there. where to find it. But yeah. um, with that, I think we're ready to wrap. Yeah. No, I just want to say thanks. Yeah, thank you so oh, much. Of course. It's great awesome. to I know. I know it took a second to get you in here. Uh-huh. Not a lot of texting and emailing, but we got it done. Well so. worth it. Yeah, well worth it. For sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but My yeah. pleasure. I love what you guys do. I hope you guys 
a crush because this, these products are changing people's lives. I mean, I want, like, this cookie doll. Holy cow. Yeah, you yeah, guys know. Yeah, that's a, that's a, we know yeah, yeah, we all do too know. well. Yeah. yeah, we know. Yeah, for sure. Body by cookie dough. Yes, <laughs> right. That's Make not it a bad shirt. thing. Right. It's not a bad thing Make it all. a shirt. Very cool. Um, yeah, but we could wrap from there. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to thank the Hood Internet for the use of their theme song, The XX is going to give it to you. Um, and if you have any questions for us, go ahead and drop us a line at podcastacapellos.com. Later, y'all. Thanks so much.